Hey there, this is Quintessential 2 and I'm back and I'm going to actually, I, I posted um, a podcast regarding the Real Housewives of Potomac. I think I'm just going to go back and do a few more add-ins from the previous episode before um, I'm kind of, you know, done with the show for right now. Well, at least for this week, you know, next week is going to be the um, season finale. Thank goodness, because we've been dragging on this fight conversation for a long time. Uh, really in all, I think, you know, what we have been seeing since the fight is a clear, well, not, I shouldn't say clear. We've been seeing a, a line in the sand drawn as to who's going to be on what side. Okay. We have Wendy, Giselle, and Robin, and of course, Candace, oh, you know, on Candace's side. And you have Ashley and Monique on, on uh, Monique's side. You have um, Karen saying that she is neutral in the situation. But in this episode, we, we're starting to see a little bit less of Karen being neutral. And it seems as though Karen is taking a side more so on Monique's side than she is on Candace's side. That's how it's coming across. If I were to be, if I were to, you know, say I'm going to be neutral in the situation, Quite frankly, in the real in reality, I would not even want to hear any further conversation about what happened. I was there, I witnessed it, I choose, I don't want to take a side, it is what it is. Okay, so that's where we are with the uh, Monique versus Candace situation. Now, we also have a situation with Giselle and Jamal. We have arguments that the one argument is the relationship is fake, it's only for a storyline. And the other argument is that it's an actual storyline, but Jamal is the is the one that's not really interested, which I'm going to go more so with that second one, because if this is supposed to be a real storyline, if this is a real rekindling of a relationship, I don't see how Jamal is displaying any interest in Giselle beyond just being maybe a, a, a fleeting friend or something of that ma of that manner. I don't see him trying to be romantic. I don't see him trying to show interest. I don't see him trying to do anything on camera or even for that matter off camera to showcase that he is truly trying to get back into her good graces because he's done her wrong in the past. We're not seeing any examples of that. We're seeing a man who typically is on his cell phone we're seeing a man who can't make it to um, Potomac because he missed a, a connecting flight and he didn't try to figure out another way to get there to go ahead and be available for the family portrait. We're seeing a man who never attends any events with her, knowing that she's filming this show. He's never around. We're just seeing a lot of excuses for him as it pertains to him trying to get back with Giselle, if in fact he's trying to get back with Giselle. And I don't think that's what he's trying to do. It, I see a one-sided situation where Giselle is doing all the, is, is, is given all the excuses and she's also the one that seems to be in pursuit of, of him. I mean, that's just the way it looks. So, you know, Giselle had wanted to do this, this family photo shoot. He missed it. He missed the connecting flight. He was coming from wherever he was coming from. She also had a dinner for um, what well, was a birthday dinner. Her oldest daughter, Grace, I believe, turned 15. And they're talking about the relationship. They're talking about, you know, uh, uh, Jamal again. And, and, and in essence, the girls are just not here for Jamal. 
Okay. They don't see it for Jamal. They're not here for Jamal. I think that they are, of course, of the age where they can read on the internet. They hear things. And also from what we've heard earlier in the season, you know, he doesn't call to talk to them very often. He's always calling to talk to her. So it's like, it's like they don't see where he's even showing a genuine interest in the family unit. So they don't see it for him. And Giselle is, she's bothered by that. It, it bothers her. It, it, it's really, you know, the way that she wants things to pan out is not happening. So that's a concern for her. We also have um, Robin and Juan. Now, we know that Juan is going to, well, at least we assume that he's going to propose to Robin. He went and purchased a ring. And they're going house hunting. Now, at this point, he has not proposed to her, but yet they're going house hunting. Um, I don't if if Robin truly wants to get married <clears throat> and it's important for her to be married before they go and buy a house, since that's what she said. Why are you going house hunting and you don't have a ring as of yet? Doesn't seem to make sense. I don't get that, but she she did. So we'll see what happens. We have, uh, oh goodness, Ray and Karen. Now look, <laughs> I this was so obviously, there, there, there are some scenes that you can tell like, oh my God, it's so forced. We know that everything is staged. I mean, we have cameras everywhere. So everything is staged. They set the scene for being in a restaurant. They set the scene for being in Portugal and all that good stuff. So everything is set, all right? Um, but this was just so obviously forced. You know, Ray and Karen have been on this journey this season of trying to figure out how to get things back together, piece it back together. Their marriage has been falling apart. And according to Karen, the reason it's falling apart is because she is now focusing on her business ventures. And Ray wants to go and retire and relax in, in Florida. He's been there, done that. He's over it. And he just wants to relax. Does is Ray wrong for that? Absolutely not. I think Ray has put in his dues. He's it, you know, it, it's time for him to go sit down. Great, go sit down and enjoy your twilight years. I don't have a problem with that. Um, what Karen has been doing is finding herself, finding her well, not her voice, but definitely finding her business voice, if you will. And she is starting La Dame. She has a fragrance line. She's also, you know, doing a wig line. She's finding, you know, herself in the business world. And with doing so, she's taken a lot of time away from being there for Ray and focusing her attention on the business at hand. And that's caused a division. They've gone through counseling. Ray even said in one meeting, he doesn't know if he loves her. Um, anymore. That was off-putting. She was pretty bothered by that. So now we're at this point where she's got the flowers, I mean, the, the rose petals, and she's in the bathtub, and he gets out the car, and he has flowers for her, and it's supposed to be this whole big romantic moment. I really was like, mm. I, I mean, I believe they do love each other. I will say that. I just really wasn't here for the scene. <laughs> I just didn't want to see that. It just was I don't know. I didn't want to see that scene. I mean, okay, great. You guys are rekindling. Good for you. We're going to keep it moving. Another scene that was interesting was Michael Darby with Ashley and her family. 
her uncle and mom comes over to have dinner and they really want to make it clear to Michael how much they did not appreciate what he has been doing in terms of embarrassing Ashley and, you know, um, just being out there in the streets doing what Michael wants to do. Now, here's the thing. I don't believe that Michael cares what they think. I don't I don't think Michael cares at all about how they feel about him. I don't even think he has even, I don't think he even has any respect for them. We saw how he talked about her mom. And now, um, he, although I haven't seen him talk about the uncle, I just don't believe that he has respect for the family. I just don't. And I think that he did, you know, said what he had to say and give these apologies because it makes him look good. But I don't think he really feels like he needs to apologize to them. Now, um, to Ashley, that's a different story. That is his wife. And although he's not in agreement with what Ashley, how Ashley is changing the tides, you know, she's, the game has changed. You know, Ashley no longer wants to do the whole swinging thing and all of that. So I don't think he's in agreement with that. But, you know, that's a conversation for him and Ashley, which we've seen them have the conversation and we've seen how she's expressed she doesn't want him out there in them streets anymore. So, We'll see how that works out. So that that dinner was kind of like, okay, really, it was all for show and tell. It, it really wasn't about authenticity. Moving on to Ashley and Monique. So Monique filmed a scene with Ashley. They're at a restaurant meeting for lunch. And this is where Ashley comes back and being Miss Messy Ashley herself. Because she's, you know, they're just talking about, you know, things a little bit about Portugal. Monique mentions how Karen did come to the house and Karen was having drinks and having a good time and all this kind of good stuff. And Ashley was like, oh, that's interesting because in Portugal, Karen didn't want to drink. You know, she said she had an ulcer. And so Monique was thinking that, okay, you know what? Maybe I should just leave this alone. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth because, or further because, hey, I don't know what Karen been out there saying. Ashley reveals to Monique that Karen said that um, Monique was not invited to the wig shift party. Monique looking at her like, girl, what? She said, I was helping her plan the event. I knew about it before you guys did. So what do you mean I'm not invited to the event? You know, that's definitely not true. So Messy Ashley calls up Miss Karen to, you know, confront her about this non-invite. And Karen kind of danced around the whole thing and this and that. And, you know, but she she let Ashley know, Ashley, you tried it. Ashley, you tried it. So Monique didn't really, she just laughed it off. But Monique did say in the confessional, she was a little disappointed that Karen would lie about her being invited to the party. Um, but she didn't really get upset or angry with Karen. And the reason is this, you know, look, why would she piss Karen off? She needs Karen in her corner. Okay. Just like she needs Ashley. So pissing Karen off and getting upset and cussing Karen out on camera is not a good idea or in front of Ashley or any other lady. So it made sense for her to be like a little disappointed, but then just keep it moving. So now we get to the infamous wig party. Now, um, Giselle is the only one that's not coming to the party because apparently the partner of the guy who's who's designing the wigs or doing all the styling, he doesn't like Giselle. And he has been on social media, according to Giselle, 
you know, um, saying a lot of nasty things about her. So she doesn't even want to go there to support him, which makes sense. Why would you bother going to a venue? And I think it's his venue. Seems like this is his salon, or at least he works there if it's not his salon. So um, if why would you go to this person's um, place of business and you don't like this person and the person don't like you? Okay. I, I think that was a smart move on Giselle's part. Monique is there 30 minutes before the opening um, or before the party begins. And Monique and, you know, uh, Karen have a brief little conversation. Monique brings up what was said in, you know, Portugal. Karen dances it off. Then Karen kind of ushers her out the, um, <laughs> ushers her out because she lets her know Candace is on her way. So, um, that was pretty interesting because she heard him put out. She basically pushed that woman out the door. It was kind of funny. So all the ladies get there. Everyone is given the opportunity to try on the wigs. Wendy was like, I can't do it because my wig is sewn on. So her wig is sewn in. I guess she, she has a sew in. Okay, whatever. So, but the other ladies tried on. Uh, Robin did not look good in the one that she had on. It was a very blunt cut. Didn't look good at all. I felt like Candace looked really natural in hers. I felt like it was an ombre wig, blonde ombre thing going. She looked cute in it. I think she looked okay. Whereas um, Ashley looked a little washed out. I didn't care for Ashley's look on her. It didn't work for her. So, okay, we get to talking. And Robin, I don't know how the conversation about drinking comes up. I think Ashley had to have brought up that, you know, Karen was drinking while over at Monique's house. And, Robin was like, well, you know, what's the deal with you not wanting to drink? You know, you say you had an ulcer, but now you're drinking at Monique's party. You know, what's good? You know, um, you know, basically she was like, you know, what's the, what's the, are you afraid of you opening up? Cause you're, you know, because you've had a few cocktails and honey, Karen was like, you need to be worried about what Juan says when he's drunk. Now I was a little caught off guard. Well, I think everybody was even Ray looked like, okay, you know what? Let me move on around. Where did that come from and what was that in how did that relate to anything Robin was saying? It was a little it was definitely off-putting. Robin's like, why Juan? What would, what does Juan have to do with this conversation? He didn't have anything to do with it, Robin. I don't know what that was about. It was um I, I don't know. That was a big question mark. It was, I guess it was a read, but it didn't quite land in my opinion, because it was like, huh? You know, you didn't really catch it. It's, it was it was really mysterious. I don't know. So, okay, so we see where Karen's off to a great start. Ladies are all chit-chatting, and then we get to talking about, um, we're talking about what Karen said at the uh, in Portugal. We're talking about the drinking. We're just having all these messy conversations. And Karen, is, you know, uh, Karen is saying, you know, hey, look, I, you know, yeah, Monique came earlier. I was concerned about, you know, you guys, you know, feeling uncomfortable with her around. It is what it is. And I'm out of here. So, you know, when Karen didn't want to stick around for any further conversation regarding Monique's invite and why she invited her or whatever the case may be. So Karen <laughs> up puffed and puffed and left. And so now we get outside and Ashley was like, well, you know, well, I'm sorry. Ashley was the one that actually mentioned that Monique was there 30 minutes prior and then Candace was told, well, I was asked to come 30 minutes prior because she wanted me to set up. So it seems as though 
Ashley was the bone carrier. Ashley's the one that's repeating what's been said in Portugal. Ashley's repeating what's been said at Monique's house as far as Karen being there, hanging out, drinking. Ashley's the one that's bringing up the fact that Monique was at the uh, uh, event, event earlier. Um, you know, Ashley is the one doing all of the bone carrying, which is typical Ashley fashion. So then we get Candace saying, well, I was invited earlier too. So I'm guessing that Karen was going to try to get these two together to talk. You know, if there wasn't, if this wasn't in the court system, it, that might have worked. But there, this is a legal battle going on. We, we, I, I can't imagine how Karen didn't understand, like, because legally they got a legal battle going on. They can't afford to be in the same room at the same time until they get to the reunion. So that was not a cool move on Karen's part here. So do I think Karen is actually siding with Monique? I still say, I still think she's on, a little bit more on Monique's side than she is on Candace's side. You know, despite the fact that, yes, Monique was the aggressor in the situation, whatever. So that's my thoughts on, on uh, Housewives of Potomac. Next week, we're going to see Michael and Chris, Cam's um, uh, uh, um, husband, Chris, they get into it. And then we come down to the reunion. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this reunion. I have heard some tea that, you know, Giselle's in the hot seat finally. And she is, um, you know, she, she, she gets, she gets handed her behind to her, which is great. Um, I also hear that Candace kind of stepped out of line when it came to, when it came to Karen. So we're going to see how that, how that worked out and what, what's what, but I'm looking forward to the season to finally end because we have been dragging this one on. Talk to you later.